You want this, don't you? I'm holding up toilet paper, because that makes sense. Welcome back, everybody. This is the Resistance Broadcast. I'm John. How are you today? Welcome to our news show. There's a lot of news going on in the world, but not in Star Wars. But we're going to talk about all the Star Wars news possible. It is our Monday show. Thank you so much for joining us, everybody. Uh, James and Lacey with me, as always. Uh, Did I say I'm John? I'm John. You know that by now. Uh, Guys, we have uh, a fun show in store for us, as always. We like to make it a good time here on TRB. Uh, But before we get into the fun stuff, do you guys think... I was thinking about this today. Do you guys think there's a chance now because of like production shutdowns and stuff, that Mando may not make the October release date. No, because you can edit at home. You think they're editing the Mandalorian at home? And doing... Yeah. Sp- yeah, you can remote into a computer from home and edit on the machine in a, in a company. Yeah? Yeah. Also, too, like, I use the I use the software that's, you know, to edit this show that is, like, the standard for all... Like for major motion pictures and stuff. Unless Adobe, they're using Avid Adobe still. Prepare. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, but Which might be, prob- maybe. I mean, probably not. Like Premiere Pro is still like a big one for sure. Oh, of course. Like, it's not like Final mm-hmm. Cut, but I'm saying no. big places still kind of use Avid from time to time. So you think mm-hmm. like John Favreau is Skyping in with his editors yeah. and they're just going downstairs with like some Eggos waffles and like just editing the Mandalorian. <laughs> In their home basements, I, I think that there's. It's probably one of those things where, like, they have plenty of time that normally the show would be done and they'd be wrapped for like a while before they air it. Mm-hmm. What and about this reshoots? time? They're just going to be maybe closer to the date. I don't know. I don't think it'd get pushed. What not? What about like reshoots and uh, some ADR stuff and a lot of other post production stuff that goes beyond. Just editing. Still think we're going to see this in October? Well, ADR stuff they can record in their own homes in a closet, actually, which mm-hmm. is the popular yep. place Talked to about do that. recording. Right. Um, but oh, reshoots, yeah, yeah, they're yeah. going to have to wait until productions are allowed back, which at this rate seems like summer, guys. That's what's getting a little crazy here. Mm. So, yeah, of course, we'll they see. could just move it to John Favreau's backyard at this point. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, you know. If it does get moved, I think, I mean, Disney's obviously, everyone's taking a hit with all these shutdowns. The parks being closed alone is just like insane for Disney. But I would think they would try to keep it in quarter four for the fiscal year. So if they push it back, I think they'll still try to get it out by December. So while it may be like a pest, if it does, if it does get pushed back, we're not saying we're hearing anything. We're just speculating here. If it does get pushed back, it'd be like six, five, you know, six weeks or so. But I was just just wondering about that, you know, how much money they're possibly losing a day at Disney. Like I didn't hear Disney, but I heard the, the like Hollywood would be close to 20 billion. Mm -hmm. Disney itself is losing about with the parks closed and everything like $350,000 a day. That's it. That's the the rough estimate right now. That seems That's still really a lot low. of money. I'm sure it will go up over time. How many people you're, do you they get in right the now? park per day? I don't well, know. You also but it's also their slow season. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, they also have to, they're not having to 
pay employees and pay water and disposal. And like, there's a lot of amenities that they're not having to pay for, but they're right. also not making that money in. So they probably make a gross amount, but then they're, you know, it, yeah, it, so they're it all in factors the in. Yeah. Well, yeah, I mean, Bob Iger is not eating ramen noodle, though, so I think, you know. <laughs> yeah, but um, unfortunately, other people are. No, I know. Uh, yeah, right. That's that's my point. Bob's like, we shut down the parks? <laughs> um, all right, but no, yeah, I'm wondering. And the other Bob's and, like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, it's more like, don't shut down the parks. And the governor was like, we probably should. And Bob was like, you're not going to shut down the park. And the governor was like, we're not going to shut down the park. He parks. waved his hand, yeah. And then the governor was like, come on, Bob, we got to. And Bob was like, fine, I guess we will. And this was over the course of like three hours. The governor was uh, a toydarian and the Jedi mind tricks didn't work on him. You will not. Only money. Mm-hmm. They were like every single thing except Disneyland. And everyone was like, that seems like a bad idea. Bob Iger's like, you will shut down Universal <laughs> Studios theme park. They did. Yes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> except Disneyland. Everyone was like, so then everyone's just going to go to Disneyland. Yeah. I mean, and you got to think, you know, Cassie and Andor are supposed to start filming this summer. Does that get bumped back? Yes. Like, and is Lucasfilm like good? Because we're still not sure if we want to make it. You know, <laughs> just, <laughs> just get it around. Imagine they call Ryan Johnson. They're like, so coronavirus is really pushing things back. Ryan's like, you haven't talked to me for two years. And they're like, right. we're going to have to hold off. <laughs> right. Ryan's, yeah. like, <laughs> Ryan's like, all right. See you guys. <laughs> um, so uh, for the people not watching, I'm using a roll of toilet paper as my prop to start the show here today. Uh, pretty topical if you've been paying attention to anything going on around there. All right. But we do have it. some news we're going to hop into. Right, James? So what is yeah. cooking this week? It's the resistance. This week, we have some very important news that only some fans of Star Wars will really care about. (laughs) (laughs) Um, (laughs) Galaxy Adventures is back. That's the big one. You didn't say it right. right? Galaxies of Adventure. Galaxies? There's multiple galaxies? Galaxy of Adventure. I I love when Lacey goes, you didn't say it right, and then she just botches the whole movie. (laughs) You didn't say it right. The Galactic Adventures. Um, Of that thing. Of the thing. So these are officially back. They they launch them kind of oddly. They're like, hey, uh, here's a trailer. Also, I don't know. Tomorrow we'll do like three episodes at once. Like, (laughs) I don't know. They just like are really random. Mm -hmm. And this year they seem to be a lot shorter. I remember them being short before, but like there's only one. I think that's like over a minute. So it's like a minute 23 or something. These are really short things. Um, Lacey, what do you think of the Galaxy of Adventures besides the narrator? (laughs) So before we started recording, James and I were kind of laughing at the narrator because like little kid shows, they over like over enunciate every word. And that's what this guy (laughs) does. In the Star Wars galaxy, everybody (laughs) needs an adventure. (laughs) 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 Anyway. Uh, I love these animation, uh, the type of animation they do on these. It's so beautiful outside of just being cool for little kids. The thing I love about them in the sense of, to me, it's a little funny, is that they go really left or right. So they're like, this person's really good. This person's really bad. 
There's no like that in between stuff that you get with the actual movies or with adult content. So they're like, Kylo Ren's a bad guy. Here's all the reasons why he's a bad guy. And then they're like, bad guy, bad guy, bad guy, bad guy. And then they're like, he's like Darth Vader. And you're like, okay, but is he? And then Lace, he's, Lacey, Lacey, what? newsflash. He's the bad guy. <laughs> you're the crazy one. I'm, I'm not, though. Anyway. <laughs> but I do the things I appreciate the most about these are the transitions from scene to scene. They always have yeah. the smoothest transitions. Um, they're fun. If I had kids, I'd be like, hey, watch these. And they'd be like, I don't want to watch them. And I'd be like, you're going to watch them. John, are you a fan of uh, Galaxy of Adventures? <sighs> we can have we can Ryan Shore right. back on the show. <laughs> Galaxy. <laughs> I'm going to talk about it. And then next week we're going to be like, Ryan, sure. Coming on to the, on the show. <laughs> um, you know, I liked when the first batch of them came out because they felt like they were just animated kids versions of actual scenes from Star Wars. Mm-hmm. But these yeah, seem the movies, like yeah. they don't do that. Like the, the one with um, the trio on what I guess is Starkiller base, it looks like. But pose there on like a snow speeder, and that doesn't make any canonical canonical sense to me. So I I don't know. It's I didn't get that it was Star Killer. No, they're just mm-hmm. on a snowy. I think it was supposed thing. to be before the rise of Skywalker. That's what I thought it was. Right, leading yeah, into that's, the that's rise when of I yeah. Okay, I mean, uh, yeah, I guess it's just it's now instead of being an animated retelling of existing scenes or classic scenes, they're doing like new in between stuff, which is a different take for a Galaxy of Adventures. Um, and maybe they, I don't know why, what the choice was there, but it's um, a bit different. Uh, I didn't like it because it wasn't dialogue based or anything. Like, I think Finn's only line was him saying woo and then high fiving. And I don't know if Poe even had any lines. And Ray, Ray was doesn't, like, yeah. Ray's line was BB 8 hold on, but it was a line from TFA that they took the but TFA that, audio and what, put that into this. Yeah, but that's what they did in the old ones too. But for no, the, old, the ones, old ones, were legit it was scenes the line that they animated. About, yeah, it was the same line because it was the same scene. So it was Han saying, Chewie, get us out of here the same time he says it in A New Hope. Whereas this is, they're taking a line of Ray from TFA, BB-8, hold on, and putting it into this pre-The Rise of Skywalker thing. And then also, which is a little bit of a problem I have with some of the audiobooks. Did that not make sense? You know what no, I was talking No, it did. About? It's okay. just funny because you're just like, and then the other thing. Well, <laughs> yeah. I mean, and then like the, a little bit of the problem I have with the audiobooks is they obviously have to sample existing music because they're not going to create budget to create new music for audiobooks. They use uh-huh. very clear examples that you can think that's from this movie and this scene in the audiobooks. And sometimes it takes me out of the audiobooks a little bit. They did that here too with certain sequences of music from whether it's the original trilogy or whatever. I'm like, oh, that sounds familiar. That's from this particular scene. And they're just kind of dumping it in here and using it as, as the music for this. So, um, and you know, kids won't care about that. So I, I think it's great for kids. Let's, let's make that clear. It's on Star Wars Kids. I completely get that. But for people that are like soaking this up that are, you know, 40 and they're like, this is so great. This is so, I love it. Give me more of it. I'm like, come on, be honest. It's, it's, it's a kid's thing. It's fun. And, and let's leave it at that. Um, but I feel like these, even from that standard, fell a little short to the first batch, which were retellings of existing scenes. So the change of pace, I think, was the biggest strange thing to me, especially if you're trying to get kids into Star Wars and you're like their purpose of these was to be like 
let's give a different approach to classic moments from Star Wars so that kids can be drawn in by animation. They're completely deviating from that mission now. So I'm just curious where they go with it, I guess. Yeah, they were supposed to be like bite-sized pieces of the actual movie so that you weren't getting all yeah, the scary like, stuff. There was just the fun stuff. Right, right. And maybe like sprinkle in a little bit of stuff you may haven't seen, like when Chewie convinced Han to go back and save Luke at the Death Star. But then you see their point of view from the Death Star attack. Uh, you see Obi-Wan versus Vader in the in the Death Star. And this one, it was just like, what is this, just some random adventure the three of them are on? So it was almost like they blended Forces of Destiny with Galaxy of Adventures, and that's like their new approach. And maybe it's because they're not doing Forces of Destiny anymore. I, I don't know. Uh, we'd have to ask. Mm. Um, we'd have to ask them what the reasoning is, and they won't answer, and that'll be fine. And then we'll we'll move on. So there you go. I did like this. The one clip from the Ray one, where she opens up the trunk and the lightsabers there, and it has a very anime feel to it with all the little sparkles. Uh-huh. Hmm. Loved that shot. Yeah. I I really like Galaxy of Adventures for the reason that Lacey was saying, like the animation and the transitions and how they're doing everything. Um, I I think uh, if I think there's been a bunch of different versions. I think sometimes they were just telling uh, stories that were like from the movies, like you guys were saying. But I also think there were times when they were just like the Jedi versus the Sith. It's an ongoing battle, and they just showed like random scenes from all over the place. That's fair. Um, that was another thing. And I also think that they used they used audio like even though it would be like this is a direct scene from the movie, they would use audio from like other scenes to fill in just for this as well. Like sometimes mm-hmm. like like certain characters yelling like woohoo, you're like, well, that's from Return of the Jedi, but this is an Empire scene. I, I think they just kind of like mix around and just had some sure. fun with some I, of the dialogue and stuff. Yeah. I think another thing, too, that that I took away from this um that is just like a reminder to me, and this is kind of how I understand Star Wars is uh, when, e- even though I dig into the canon, I'm like, what really happened though? I want to know, like, you're not giving us enough detail. I still always have this uh, pinch of cinnamon <laughs> that is every version, every story in Star Wars is being told to you through somebody else. It's never exactly as it happened, even the movies. I think all of them are stories that are being um, told to you from somebody else. And so when I in Galaxy of Adventures, one example of that is Maz Kanata, like showing Ray the lightsaber. Like she shows her the, the chest and I'm like, well, Maz wasn't there. And I'm like, but at the end of the day that just might be somebody's story is well, Ray went down there and she got the lightsaber and somebody else's story telling the exact same story is like Maz and Ray, they went together, they got the lightsaber and then she came out of the place. Like no matter what the little details are insignificant. The story as a whole is about, you know, this character and this character and how they were, they were at a low point and they rose to the occasion and just things like that. And I just think sometimes when we're watching galaxy of adventures or some sort of like book that is kind of like a little bit of a different version or a little take, it's, it's a reminder that George Lucas told us one version of the story. And now like the person who's writing the novelization of the book is narrating the same story from their point of view. Like it's, it's, Ultimately, there is a truth, but we never actually see the real truth. I, I know it's 
I know there's a lot there, but I, I, that's what I thought of when I was watching these Galaxy of Adventures. I was like, oh, so this could just as well be the truth as anything else. John, it hates me right now. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, you know, from a certain point of view, right? That's, um, I do. I have, think literally it, like every, every version of the story is just from a certain point of view. Yeah, that's, that's cool. That's cool. Um, yeah. Uh, I, there was one other thing on this that is outside of the story element. I just checked like the views out of curiosity um, on these videos. And they had three videos. One about Ray, Finn, Poe. Uh, one about Kylo Ren, comparison to Vader. And what was the third one? It was like, uh, it was Ray Just again. Ray on her end. Yeah, right. And the, the ones... The, the Kylo Ren one had double the views of the other two, which both of them had similar views. That The Kylo Ren Vader one had double that. Now, maybe the Vader thing obviously, you know, draws people to, to want to click on it. But, you know, it always seems like Kylo Ren stuff always gets a lot of action, you know. And that and we talked about this recently on the podcast. You have to think that they wanted to explore more content with the character. And that further... I guess, you know, a little bit of a tinfoil hat thing here, but I think that further proves my theory that Adam Driver just doesn't want to be involved anymore, at least for right now, because I'm sure they may have gone to him saying like, look, man, you know, we have these ideas to do an animated series or these shorts or, or, or really anything to this character, which seems to be just a surefire hit no matter what they do with it in terms of Views, sales, marketing. Look at the comics; they're selling out like crazy. They're reprinting them. the The character is 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 hot. However, you want to look at it, and it makes me think that he just was like, "Nah, you know, I don't, I don't want to do it." Or else, you know, they would have probably tried to explore something. So, just seeing that view count be double of the other two, which are both the control. It's like one episode, another episode, episode with Kylo Ren, another episode. It's like Baby hmm. Ben Solo. Oh, those ball things? Yeah, people went nuts over that. Con- I didn't that so, video. Yeah, so I dumb. Didn't Not see, even yeah. worth my time. I didn't I, see I watched. I watched the Ben Solo like the one, weebles. and I was like, I, I started watching weebles, it, yeah. and I was like, man, like it's kind of interesting to know that like he got on the Falcon, and they went on this journey together or whatever, or he snuck on. But I, it just it upsets me to watch it. I'm like, this is so dumb. I just, think people are just craving for more Ben Solo content and more but, Ben and Han content, so they'll take it as little balls rolling around. <laughs> I'm being honest. Has, someone has Mad Martin, who has been on record saying, I'm never answering any more canon questions, and they're like, I, I, is this canon? And he's like, well, he's like, I'm sure something like that may have happened. <laughs> like, yeah. He's probably like, He's oh, like, God. yes, Han Solo was a ball. Yeah, in the like, years eight like, a b b, uh, I'm sure to ten b b b ball b b b. I take a I take a lot of the <laughs> short stories as like yes listen. they they did happen, but they are so irrelevant that it really is never going to be like a a character changing thing you know. So James, if you think about it, it's like someone's telling you this story from their point of view. So uh, like. Maybe Han and Ben went on the Millennium Falcon, but this Maybe. person was like, yo, Han and Ben went on the Millennium Falcon, but they were balls. <laughs> no, for, except for the ball part. 
I couldn't even finish it. I couldn't even finish the story. And then Ben Solo turns into a ball of fury. And we know what happens from there. Um, you guys ever see that movie, yeah. Balls of Fury? No. 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 All right. That's okay. We could talk about other movies another time. Um, no, but I, I don't want. I don't want to sound like a downer about Galaxy Adventures. I do like it. They were fun to watch, and they're very quick. Like you could literally watch all three of those new episodes in like two minutes and forty seconds. It's you could like yeah. you could nuke like a, a bowl of soup, and it won't be done before you're done watching those three episodes. But um, it, I just it's it's a kids thing, and you know whatever. I'm sure you know a five year old could watch that and be like, oh, that's cool. What else is going on? Maybe that's their gateway into Star Wars. But the fact that it's um, the Star Wars content out right now is balls. Uh, yeah, it's like that. And, that and of course Clone Wars. <laughs> and then I look at like Marvel, and they're like, we got six movies coming, and I'm still like, oh, man, come on, Star Wars, let's go. But that's mm. it. But you got balls uh, though. Well, speaking of the <laughs> Disney sh- content that is out there, uh, yeah. the Disney Plus uh, company, I guess, <laughs> announced their scheduling for Europe, which includes releasing The Mandalorian uh, first two episodes at the same time, and uh, then also the Clone Wars, which is very specific. I'm not, I'm not going to get into the details there because there's not a whole lot to talk about, so we'll talk about the details in our discussion. Uh, but John, lay this out for us. Um, what was interesting about the way that they're releasing stuff in Europe? Well, you know, I know no one in Europe has seen The Mandalorian yet. So no one, you guys are in for a treat and don't want to spoil <laughs> anything. Stay till the very end of the first episode of the Mandalorian. It's crazy. Um, now for the, the six, answer may surprise you. There it is. Yeah, there it is. Just for the <laughs> six people who haven't actually seen it. You are in for a great show. Um, but yeah, I mean. What they're trying to do here is catch everybody up. So they're giving you your first two Mando episodes on the 24th, the launch date, followed by three days later on Friday, they're giving you the third Mando episode, which is a great one. That's the first uh, Deborah Chow episode where it's uh, like Mando Con and they'll show up and do some spoiler alert. Everyone's seen it. It's okay. Uh, Anyone who's watching this show has seen it, but I, I honestly bet a lot of people still haven't watched it. No, because a I'm lot sure, of people right? are like, yeah. "I don't care, whatever." And then when they get it, they're like, "Oh, I forgot there was like a new Star Wars show." Imagine thing. someone's like, good. "Imagine someone's like, all right, I got Disney Plus coming up next week. Let me check out this Star Wars podcast." And they watch this, <laughs> and uh, this ruins <laughs> as Lacey's pointing to Baby Yoda above her head right now. I wasn't. I was blocking him out. Oh, now move your hand. Please. Way to point it out. Move your hand. Oh, what's that back there? Yeah. Okay, uh, and then Clone Wars. Anyway, um, they're going to be doing Yoda. two two at a time for the season seven to get them caught up to the United States, so that by the time we get to the finale, the United States and Europe are going to get the finale on the same <laughs> date, which is uh, good because people have been really upset that it's been so delayed for the Europe, Europe and UK, and sometimes you know unjust unjustly people unleash their uh, frustrations on people who have things, even though it's out of our control. Like we had access to the Mandalorian in November and people are like, Oh, it must be nice that you, blah, blah. so 
those unnecessary tensions are kind of going to be gone because the people in the United States aren't going to be watching the final episode ever of the Clone Wars and people in UK and Europe are going to have to wait for it. Everyone's getting it on the same day. And maybe because of the time zone, they're five hours ahead. Maybe they're going to get it before us so they can uh, throw it back at us. But uh, either way, uh, its effort is uh, two Clone Wars at a time to get them caught up to our pace for season seven. Um, so that's why we kind of wanted to talk about it here because I know we have listeners over there in Europe and the UK and they've been very patient and reserved and, and graceful um, that, that, we, that we've experienced with our listeners anyway. And now you guys are getting the Disney Plus and you're going to get caught up uh, on the same page with us. So now we can talk about stuff on the podcast uh, that is spoilerific for our European listeners. And hopefully going forward now with you know Mandalorian Season 2, whenever that ends up airing, hopefully still October, we're all on the same page and uh, we can all go through the journey together, which is what it's all about. Lacey, do you, uh, anything to add to that? I'm excited that UK fans will have Disney Plus. <laughs> That's really exciting. I'm happy for you guys. Uh, don't want to miss Clone Wars. Just don't want to miss it. Super important. That's really it. That's all I got to say. Are you still on? Uh, <laughs> are you still <laughs> on an O4 with Clone Wars right now? What are you talking about? It's the not miss event of the season. Um, maybe. But I've seen all the, the galaxy of adventures. <laughs> maybe the Clone Wars fan show will see a spike by the end of the season because people will. Yeah. There you go. Come back and be like, and I've missed a lot of this show. Mando this fan show. Bonus Mando fan show. So I will start watching after, like, every time I finish an episode on Disney Plus Europe. I will go check out the after show Mando or uh, not Mando fan show clone clone wars fan show. Right. So maybe uh, if you're listening and you're waiting and you're holding off to the release, we do have that. So come and check that out. Me too. Um, yep. Lacey will never watch the animated stuff. Um, <laughs> I only we got one more story. Oh, only if each episode is 40 <laughs> seconds long. Yeah. <laughs> If it's if it falls into one minute, forget it. Yeah, it's Lacey not worth is destined it. It's not to not watch Star this. <laughs> if an epi- if an All animated right. if an animated Star Wars shows episode is longer than it takes to sing "Happy Birthday" song, then Lacey is not watching it. That's just the barometer. <laughs> what? Yeah, you can watch you can watch this while washing your hands. Right there, you go. <laughs> That's what they're doing. Mm. Yeah. Um. All right, well, continuing the people don't care about Star Wars content under the movies, uh, whoa, we're going to talk whoa, about some comics. Whoa, 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 whoa. No one here said that. Yeah, no one said that. <laughs> Not a no single one. person said that with their mouth. <laughs> All right, uh, we're going to talk about the comics. Um, we got two issues that are... Let's uh, interesting, I guess. Uh, the Bounty Hunters number one is a new comic series, and it just got kicked off last week. Uh, as well as let's let's go ahead and catch up a little bit on uh, the Star Wars uh, mainline, which is it now officially at episode or I, I always do that episode four, uh, issue four. Um, Lacey, bouncing back at you, uh, anything pop out to you with either one of these comics? So. I feel like this new segment has really set me up to not seem like a Star Wars fan, and that's my <laughs> own doing. <laughs> so um, I read the spoiler reviews for these, and 
it was a little confusing. I'm not going to lie. And uh, but there were some cool details. You got to see Luke and Leia in action. <clears> Although <throat> Leia gets frozen in carbonite, which I'm like, OK, that so she gets to understand how she unfreezes Han later, which is OK. But it just seems very against Leia's character to just go in with no plan. I think mm-hmm. that's my biggest problem. Oh, yeah, yeah. Eh, I don't know. She's not she's not the type to just go in there and see what happens like a Han Solo or go in there and risk it all. That doesn't seem like the type of character she is, which I'm letting. T- it's fine. Not my story to tell, but it just seems a little out of character for her. Um, as for the bounty hunter comic, bounty hunters aren't really my thing, but there is this really cool panel with, um, Boba Fett where he's just like, you know, yeah. I forget what like he says. So like, yeah. He's just like, one? I'm like, so chill, like get to the point. And I'm like, that's <laughs> yeah. like, so Mando, which is funny. Yeah. Cause obviously Mando is based on Boba Fett, but it seemed very cool. Other than that, I, I, as always, if people like these, I'm all for it. Enjoy, have fun. Um, more Star Wars is always good. It's so funny to think, like, well, The Mandalorian was clearly based off Boba Fett, and Dave Filoni's like, uh, I see the comparison. <laughs> 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 but he was always an original idea in my head. Um, no, I uh, I will say this about Bounty Hunter number one. I spent probably, I'll say, three-fifths of the comic just so confused because they're just throwing new character, new character, new character, new character out of you. And then the names were never like, it was never like, I am Bob. It was like, Bob, get out of here. And you're like, who's, who are they talking to? Which (laughs) one is Bob? Bob? I I was very confused. Um, (laughs) Yes. (laughs) He's like, who are you talking to? Oh, oh, when he's yeah. like, t- okay, gotcha. Yeah. Um, yeah, I just, it was, I, I was very confused about names. And even at the very end, um, there's a l- little bit of a spoiler here. It's the first issue. It's not really that big of a deal. But, um, you know, the job gets offered to Boba Fett and he's like, I'm not interested. And they're like, oh, but it's this guy. And he's like, never mind. Keep your money. I'm on the mission. He's like, he's supposed to be like dead mm-hmm. set. I hate this guy. I'm going after him. And I literally read that and was like, uh, which one was that? And I had to go back in the issue and try to figure out which character was the person that he was talking about. No surprise. It ended up being like the main character, the guy who's on the front of the cover. That's who the story is going to be about. And they're setting up Boba Fett as an adversary to him. But I, I think it could be cool. Just this first issue was a mess. Like so much, stuff that I was like, I just too many characters, too many names, too many different random locations. And I'm like, Mm -hmm. I can't follow any of this stuff. Um, wait to introduce some of those characters later. There's like a girl who's like on a mission now. I don't know. She like leaves her planet and stuff. And I'm like, what was her deal? I don't know how she fit into this at all. Mm -hmm. Um, John, do uh, do you want to talk about star Wars four? Because, because really quickly, I liked all of it. I like Lando's story. I like Leia's well, story. I like Luke's story. I love all I, the little in between. What do you think? So, what was the name of who? Which the the main guy, the Punisher slash Terminator guy? What, yeah, is, is who he, looks like guy? he's straight out of Image Comics. 
Yeah, what which what was his name? <laughs> uh I d- I don't know off the top of my head. Okay. Um because so I'm going to call him Punisher Terminator guy for now. Now I think that was it actually. <laughs> okay. So so pun term is his name now. And I had to agree with you on the name things like there's just so many apostrophes now where it's like Tiongor, but and then his her sister Tiangor Gia <laughs> Dama Laba. Where it's like and then it's like Enakano Kamo Sinikonu to Libudu. I'm like, oh God, these names. Like they're like they're making Star Wars names. It's like it's like a rite of passage to come up with something that nobody can pronounce or remember. And it's like this this is what Star Wars names are now. When George Lucas was like, Okay, this is about Luke and his master Ben and Leia. And I'm like <laughs> and then now they're like Tika Lagabutila Takanakanano Tongor. What's going on, guys? <laughs> yeah, like, can you, we get what, a what? fill? Can we get a fill in Star like, Wars? What do you want to call him? Jake can I buy Smash? a vowel, please? Like, come on. Like, give me a Dennis. <laughs> I'm going to go a with Jennifer. Oh, Nakano Lash is his name. Okay. They well, could have went with Lash Rendar, too. Nakano Lash, but his name is Pun Term. <laughs> Uh, yeah. that's fine. I mean, uh, you know, Boba Fett, that's all cool and whatever. This thing did confuse the heck out of me. I do like that they mentioned Lady Proxima and they talked about Corellia, a little touch on Solo. It's like I a liked six- Afra and Black Chrysanthemum showing up. That was cool. Yeah, and, and you know, a little six degrees of Solo. Anything that connects me to Solo always gives me a little bit of hope that they're still living in that uh, connectivity there and it's not one of those things where they're like, that's kept in a bubble now. Um, So that's good. But yeah, the number four for the Star Wars line in this like Empire uh, era run is uh, cool in that they gave them legitimate reasons to go back to Bespin. It wasn't just like, well, let's go here in this comic because that's very familiar. Um, Hmm. The logic of Leia going back for that reason, I guess, um, you know, it, it appears that there's other carbon freezing in the galaxy that we've learned via Mando. Um, there's even portable carbon freezing uh, on ships, but she had to go back there. I guess that's fine, whatever. But the one thing that bothered me, and maybe this is a nitpick for me, but compared to Han, Leia appeared to have recovered really quickly from being carbon frozen. Uh, now, I don't know if that's because of a length of time where Han Solo was frozen for a year, where she was frozen for, you know, a half hour. Maybe that's the mm-hmm. difference. But You she, read they the were spoiler just like, review? Yeah, they they do. They state why that is the case. They said that she hasn't the, been in there long. Oh, they enough get into to, it. Oh, okay, that okay, that's mm-hmm. fine. Okay, um, and you know Luke using his power to freeze them. I guess it's all right. Um, but it, you know it, it took me back mentally to Empire and those scenes running through the hallways of uh, Cloud City and all that stuff and getting that imagery in my head back. And I love the animation on both both uh, both series here. Um, it didn't look like it was copy and paste stuff like animating. Sometimes in the comics, some runs do like, I've seen that. that shot before and they're just animating yeah. that from this. Yeah, I don't like that. Illustrating. Yeah, right. And uh, th- that's not the case here. So I think uh, I give credit to both issues from Bounty Hunter 1 and Star Wars 4 uh, on the animation scale. Because really comics... Uh, you know, we talk about the story a lot and the uh, the canon implications, but 
the big thing about comics is the visuals and and that comic feel, and I feel like they both do a good job there. So, um, oh, overall, good stuff, fun stuff. Uh, yeah, and, and One, the, the lightsaber thing, which uh, if you want to talk about that, I think that's at least kind of interesting because you, I'll give you credit on this, James. You had said a long time ago when we were, are we going to find out in episode nine about Luke's lightsaber? And you're like, no, they're going to do it in a comic, and it looks like yeah. they're on that path. Um. Yeah, one thing one thing I like about these stories sometimes is trying to uh, like reverse engineer their thought process sometimes. And this is a good example to me is I don't I don't think somebody sat down and they're like, you know, it'd be cool is if they went back to Cloud City and then we'll make up a story. Sometimes I think what they're doing is they're like, well, what are canon things that have to happen? So one thing I didn't even think about until I read this comic is another reason Luke's going back is to get his X-Wing. And I'm like, oh yeah, he left that there. So that like, at what point does he get that back? Because he has it in Return of the Jedi. So there some somewhere, somehow they need to answer that question. So it's almost like they present that to a writer and the writer goes, okay, so I have to have him go back to cloud city. Now I have to write in reasons. Well, Maybe Luke going back to get the lightsaber. That's another reason. Maybe, um, maybe Lando going back to get Lobot. His his, that, his things. His his friend. You know, um, is some some uh, some. He says he owes him stuffing, and we go way back. And I need to get him out of there. Okay, but Leia's not gonna be okay with this. So now we have to creatively come up with a way that Leia would be okay with yeah. this. And so writing in the story of, well, maybe if it's some way to save Han after she just confessed her love for him, you know, I, I, I enjoy trying to figure out that dynamic there. And, uh, there is something really cool about the lightsaber too. Again, a little bit of a spoiler here, but, uh, Luke goes back looking for it. And when he can't ultimately finds it, he, he leaves to go help Leia and Lando says, you know, hey, I, you never found your lightsaber. I thought that was important to you. And he goes, honestly, it's fine. I It used to belong to my father, but now I, I don't feel like I have a connection to it anymore. And uh, I don't know. I just think that's that's something I've never really thought about. Like he was he loved that thing because it was the only connection he had to his heritage. And after he found that out, now when I see him in Return of the Jedi and he lights up a new lightsaber, I'm going to be like that means something more to me that's even more so his lightsaber not just he lost the old one so james what about does it do anything for you as it might for me a little bit about him seeing it once again in the last jedi and being like i got rid of that thing and throwing it around his shoulder I, yeah is that, I is that there think, to support the, the controversial move in the last jedi i wouldn't think so i just think it is you know what I mean? It's just like we wrote it because of this, but when you look at it as a whole, it just if it, it fits works so for that well. Too, yeah, 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 yeah. It's just yeah. really cool and lucky and st- part of a bigger picture and mm-hmm. and things like that. And I'm also really interested in the character who, like, you know, is in the hood and they g- grab the saber and it's like part yeah, what of is, the vision. What's the, what is, yeah, who is that? Do Do you want to hear my crazy speculation? Well, he said he said it's a woman, right? I, I thought it was male. I don't know why, but I just pictured it Is as it male. Ahsoka or something? Until this point, I'm thinking I'm thinking it's Ahsoka. She's around at this time, and 
she would be someone who would have the hood there. Maybe they're setting up to be like, this is a style that she wears post everything that happened in rebels. And, um, I don't know. I just, I, I like the idea that she's out there and she's on her own journey, but she's aware of Luke and helping him through this. And, um, uh, this, the comics, like the star Wars mainline would be a really good place to have them meet because I've been waiting for that moment for a while of, of these two are both out there, especially post return of the Jedi. There's literally no reason why these two couldn't ha- uh, grab a coffee you know, well, this and is post Empire Strikes Back. It, it is, but I'm saying yeah. even if you look at post Return of the Jedi, that's this peaceful era where there was nothing going on. They could have easily uh, met up each other, but I I think it would be cool too if they explained that they met, um, you know, in this era as well. It's not really that big of a deal, other than the argument of like, well, then why didn't Ahsoka help? But okay, well, I don't know. That maybe that's the story that they're telling that she's doing this other special crazy thing. Um, that's bigger than just the squabble of the galactic civil war. I don't know. She's like, she's like, yo, I'm still looking for my buddy Ezra. Just wanted to check in with you guys. See what just you want to see what was to. going on. Yeah. yeah. Just seeing if he's on Bespin or in your mind. And then I'm going to go back and do what I got to do. <laughs> hold, hold on. Hold on. Oh uh, yes. Sorry. That was my roommate, Sabine. Uh, <laughs> we're just, <laughs> she's painting a mural on our wall yeah. yeah she i don't know yeah um lacy I, I i know you you even said before the show there might not be a whole lot to add to this any thoughts on the craziness of what happens in the comics sometimes not really not really i think ahsoka could be if you wanted to tie it all together ahsoka could be on a mission to figure out what's going out on in the uh outer rim with Palpatine and all yeah. that stuff out there because yeah. someone had to start that journey before Luke Skywalker took it over. Yeah, dude, you know, if, if she Don't shows sleep up on the comics, I love them. But if Ahsoka mm-hmm. shows up in this, she's in the return of Clone Wars, obviously. And then if she's popped on the comic, she's in a ton of stuff, guys. <laughs> you were just trying to figure out how to, Weave that in there. Sometimes, you think of the joke first, the and then you come up with the setup. Need to, if yeah, you go it's back reverse engineering, episodes, James. It's reverse if engineering. If you go back through the episodes, you can see the moments that John figures it out because he makes <laughs> this look, and he like looks at the camera, and then he holds it, and then when we're done talking, he'll be like, "Hey guys, how about this thing? Am I right?" And then we'll be like, "Ugh," and then he'll just like go on his way, and then there'll be a moment where he just goes, and then he'll wait. Now everyone's going to look for it. It's true. He's wiping his <laughs> tears with toilet paper. What a waste. Don't you know there are starving kids in Japan? <laughs> what? Uh, <laughs> no, I don't know. Um, all right. Uh, that's it for the Resistance Report. Uh, Lacey, you want to do a little bit of a scoundrel's rundown? Yeah, punch it on three. One, two, three. Punch it. Punch, punch it. it. That was the worst punch I've ever done. I was like, yeah. That might have been the best for me. That was the best one. <laughs> All right. I did feel like I was really excited, and you guys were like, cool, whatever. I went like literally <laughs> sideways. I was like, yeah. All right. <laughs> All right. So, if you're an admiral or a general on our Patreon page, you'll be su- receiving an additional exclusive item this month 
um, which is our I am all the Jedi magnet. Guys, we had a special offer. It was really cool. If you want to see what we got going on right now, you can go to patreon.com slash resistance broadcast and stay tuned for more special offers in the coming months as we lead into Star Wars Celebration. Next, are you loving the return of the Clone Wars like I am? Make sure you're checking out the Clone Wars Fan Show, which is exclusive to our YouTube channel. James rates, reviews, and breaks down each new episode of the final season of the Clone Wars. So after you watch the next one this Friday, head to our YouTube channel and join James to break it all down. Mm -hmm. James, how's that going? It is going good. I think I'm starting to get into my rhythm. First episode was a little short. I was like, I don't know what you guys want me to talk about. But now I'm like... I got lots to talk about. <laughs> nice. Um, so, yeah, we're always thinking of ways to innovate and do unique and new things here on TRB. And that comes from hearing... Wait, that comes hearing from you out there in the resistance. What? That's what it says. Uh, so, what, what, yeah. What? What? what, what? <laughs> I'm not sure what you're trying oh, to say here. You, Lacey, you, you forgot the word with. And with that comes hearing from oh. you out there. <laughs> Okay. She read it as, and that comes hearing from you out there. So Lacey will, if she does a slight fumble on something, she'll triple fumble to make it look like I completely botched the copy. And then people know if, they, if I wrote it that it's me who's under the bus. <laughs> no, no, no. Uh, on that note, if there's anything you want us to talk about or discuss in a future episode... You can email us at resistancebroadcast at gmail.com. We read everything. And we're always open to new ideas. <laughs> All right. So until next time, Chewy, get us out of here. Chewy. Chewy. <laughs> Chewy. I do triple fumble. I just Chewy. go for it. Triple fumble. Yeah, that's why my son says Chewy, Chewy. now. First it was she, 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 and now it's Chewy, Chewy. But he did, he has this little, there's this little kids, like solo a Star Wars storybook. It's like Galaxy of Adventures, but like a book. And the Golden he, Books. I think it's that. Yeah. And he, yeah. he, someone gave it to us um, when he was born. And now he like recognizes it because of the doll that Lacey gave me. Not doll, action co pilot buddy. Sorry. Um, it's definitely a doll. Yeah, it's a doll. My action co-pilot buddy. My yeah, action like, co-pilot buddy. buddy. Yeah, it's like a Teddy Ruxpin kind of. My but action co-pilot co-buddy and me. But he points out. He <laughs> That's sees the Chewy. commercial. It's just actually. <laughs> Is that my buddy you were doing? Yeah, my yeah. buddy. Yeah. My I used buddy. to have a my buddy. It was like oh, Chucky. Of course you did. Yeah. Um, but yeah, he points him out. Do you, do you pages, remember so. what the what the girl's version was called? Kid sister. Kid, Kid sister. sister. You got it. Yeah. Yeah, good. My sister had one. <laughs> the branding worked, guys. We had a market in the in the in the early nineties. What a lame thing! You're like, I got a buddy, and you're like, I've got a kid sister. Yeah, yeah. So you didn't know if he was your brother. He was just your buddy. <laughs> yeah, it was ambiguous. I'm not your buddy guy. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> I'm not your kid sister. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> Um, is this still no 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 this well, is a now transition we're gonna, yeah we're gonna do ask the resistance I've been wondering what are midi-chlorians 
we're going to hear from everybody out there in the resistance who sent in their questions. We appreciate that. Keep them coming. And um, not even just when we ask for them. If you think of a cool Star Wars question or you just want to get a shout out on the show, you want us to talk about your Twiddle, Twiddle, Twiddle handle. <laughs> <laughs> that's what it says right there in the copy. That's what it says. It says Twiddle handle. No, your Twitter handle. Uh, just tweet using hashtag AskTheResistance and uh, fire off those questions and we'll get them on the show like uh, this guy did. Um, he's actually a patron of ours. He's a, uh, a general and his name is John Reese at John S Reese. Way to get your handle, John. Good job. There's Lacey. an S. It doesn't count. You've said that before. No, it counts. Cause that's his name. You said Bowman didn't count. Cause there was an A. No, we didn't it, think no. his name was Bowman. Yeah. Either. Yeah. And then he confirmed it. So now it's can. Yeah. yeah. Your um, rules change every time. No, you're like um, Jedi <laughs> Jedi Knight seven six seven at Jedi Knight seven six seven. Where to get your handle, Jedi Knight seven six seven? Get out of here! All right, roller Lacey, skating this, kid. Yeah, <laughs> uh, Lacey John would like to know: Would Anakin have still fallen to the dark side if Shmi had lived and not been kidnapped by the Tuscan Raiders, which eventually led to her death? Hey, John. I think Anakin would because his big push was because he was afraid Padme was going to die and that he wanted to save her from death. So while it's terrible that Shmi died and it kind of gave him that like little boost forward, I think the ultimate fall was due to Padme and the dreams he was nightmares he was having shirtless in bed. <laughs> and I, I <laughs> I still don't know why they ha- added that in. Like he could have just been like, ah, but they had to right. add in that part. Anyway. Yeah. yeah. So that's the reason why. That's my All answer. Right. Good answer. Good Thanks. answer. It's like family feud. Good answer. Good answer. Good answer. And they're like, <laughs> give me <laughs> foot. <laughs> yeah. Show me potato salad. Right. But not if you're. No uh, offense, gen- Neil. Not if you're General Neil Shaw, who absolutely crushed <laughs> on Family Feud. Did he? I didn't watch it. His first episode? I won't tell you the results on what happened, but him personally, dude is fire on <laughs> Family Feud. If we ever do Family Feud, I am pretending Neil's a part of my family. And we're gonna I don't remember what all thing. the questions were, but I remember being like, him just like nailing it. He's like, uh, I'm going to say, Steve, I'm going to say pants. <laughs> or whatever yeah, and, and like, it's like it's oh, like oh that's 90, a good answer yeah, yeah 90 points yeah but a lot anyway. of times with that show though you watch it and you're like why didn't you say chocolate it's like ice cream flavors and they're like rum raisin and you're like why didn't you just say chocolate why didn't you why didn't you just say chocolate? i actually have Doesn't other issues raisin- with family oh. feud oh well we'll we'll have to do it on a uh a Q&A one time. Somebody asked ha- me what my issues with Family Feud are. I know exactly what your issue is. I'll, I'll tell you what it is right now. I bet I'm right. You can lose every game as long as you win the last one. You're going to play fast money. No, that's not it. Well, that is the truth though. If you win the triple <laughs> that, points round. That seems your problem. <laughs> but I'm at, but I I believe that. I think I get so caught up in my problem that I'm I'm not by the time we get there I'm like I don't understand why people are mm-hmm. doing what they're doing. Yeah, I feel I'm bad for the sixth me. for the sixth person who has to answer 
when there's like all the answers except one and they have two strikes and all the logical options have been said <laughs> and then you have to say rum raisin and your family yeah. looks at you like rum raisin <laughs> did you ever they're, see yeah, the one you're video like vanilla though? and they're like eh, and they're like chocolate and you're like eh, and you're like only one person went before me <laughs> like, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> did you ever see the video of the one lady where they're like what's another name for mom and she's like mama and he's like no it's not up there or something and then she kept being like Mama, and he's like, "You just said the same word," and she just kept saying "Mama," but different, In different ways. Accents. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he was oh, like, God. "I need to move on right now." Yeah, <laughs> that's it's funny, crazy. guys. Um, if you haven't seen it, you know hilarious. who I feel bad yeah. for? The person who was like, uh, 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 "I was told there'd be ask the resistance." <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right. Um, dun, 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 dun. Yeah. All right. Uh, so James, we surveyed a hundred people, and one of them was. <laughs> Mark McGaha, and uh, on Patreon, he actually submitted this. So, um, Mark, thanks for this. He asked, would you be interested in an animated Star Wars movie like the Knights of the Old Republic PC game trailers? Heck yes. Absolutely would. Um, I, I don't know how it would play like in the long run. I think people would see it and they'd be like, what is that, Beowulf? I remember Final Fantasy Spirits Within, you know what I mean? But (laughs) at the end of the day, I think there's a good way that they could make it cool and interesting. And uh, I I think that as long as they did it in a way that actually showed like stakes or um, that it, it, I don't know, it's not just a video game thing. Like, this is a story that we really want to tell. I think people would be interested in going to see it, Um, especially nowadays. Man, computers look so good. Like, even, like, Toy Story and the lighting that they used is just, like, so, so unreal. Like, I'm, I'm just so blown away by how real everything looks and then it's weird because at the end of the day, it's still stylized. Like I, I'm not going to like, if you put a real cat next to the cat in toy story, I'm going to be like, be able to pick them out because one is, does not look like a real cat. When you're watching the movie in the context of everything, I'm like, that is a photo of a cat. (laughs) You know, it just looks that Mm. good. So I think in today's ability to do graphics and stuff, if they had the budget to go a 90 minute feature, for release in theaters uh, or or Disney Plus even, I guess, whatever. Just put the budget into the graphics. It would be awesome. I really do think they could they could do something cool with it. So, yes, 100%. And you think they would do a straight to Disney Plus? Um, not, not anytime soon. Okay. I have me thinking about that because of some of the movies now with these... Um, movie theaters closing like hey we're just gonna put it out there i wonder if that's gonna change the game at all yeah that does that does change the game um okay can i comment really quick how geeky james answer was we all remember final fantasy 7 spirits within him right because that was was the first (laughs) that was kind of geeky live action no no i know it was just if no one knows you're talking about though you're like i mean we all remember that right and i was like I don't know if people really do. I I started nodding like, and I'm like, I I don't need to care that I know that. I was like, (laughs) wait, you you didn't know that, John? No, no. John was like, I like sports. That was a big deal back then. No, I remember looking at magazines and being like, 
I cannot believe that that's not a real picture of a person. But like when you see so, it in full motion, it's like it's not as good. I Especially stopped playing now. video games like this wasn't a know. video game though. It was a theatrical release movie. What was it called? Final Fantasy: The Spirits Within was was a a theatrically released what year? movie. What year? What year did it come out? Two thousand two. Two thousand three. Two thousand three. I think I was probably seeing yeah. like Bruce Almighty instead, or something like that. Probably. Yeah. Look it up. It's fun just to go back and be like, "This was the beginning." All right. We'll do. So I say, okay, next question. Alex Zukas at Zubaka. Uh, Alex, what's going on, man? You asked, with a sequel to Solo almost being inevitable at this point. <laughs> hope you're right. <laughs> Let's hope, yeah. What bounty hunters, if any, would you like to see make an appearance? Ooh, okay. A lot of bounty hunter talk today. Uh, obviously, Boba Fett is a big one, especially if Han and Chewie are going to Jabba's palace. They were co-workers at one point or another. IG-88 would be cool because of what we saw with IG-11 in Mando. I thought that was pulled off very well. Uh, Dengar would be cool because he's from Corellia. So the little ties there to Han Solo's past. IG-11 as well. I guess you could do IG-11 too, yeah. Um... But yeah, uh, Bosk, I believe, was originally thought to be the crime boss for Crimson Dawn. I think that was something that they were floating out there in the early stages of the production for Solo. Um, so maybe Bosk. But all those kinds of guys, the, the murderer's row that you see up there in Empire Strikes Back. Um, Dengar being from Corellia would, would be interesting because obviously that's where Han is from. And you got to go with Boba Fett, whether you love him or hate him. Him and Han have a past, and you kind of would love to see that start getting flushed out more so that the little bits that we see of them in Empire Return of the Jedi mean a little bit more. So uh, that'd be my, those would be my picks for that, Alex. Let me know who you'd want to see. I'm sure there's a bunch of others we can go down. I, I have a list of others here, too, but those are the, those are the ones that stand out. Um, we got one more question here, guys. Woo. This is from... Uh, one with the force at Fire Lord Karina. <laughs> the Fire Lord Karina. Read your handle. And she asked, <laughs> if you had the opportunity to star in a Star Wars musical, oh, I just sang, which character would you want to play? So I guess if they did a musical version of Star Wars, who would you want to play? I don't want to play... Kylo Ren and just like sing all moody and sad and then angry. It'd be like Phantom of the Opera kind of probably. Yeah. yeah. Or like Rock of Ages. I wouldn't get to be in a musical. I would have to be in a musical. So if I had to be in it, I'd pick like a background character that has like one line that's really short. But if I was excited about it, then I'd just go straight for Luke. I'd want to be Luke in, in the the Star Wars musical, the Broadway presentation of A New Hope. <laughs> so you'd be like an officer, like like delivering information to Vader or Kylo Ren. You're like, sir, they were accompanied by a droid. <laughs> like those yeah. like quick little lines, and then you're like, I'm out. <laughs> yeah, I would. I would uh, be the guy in Rogue One that hears the signal, runs up to Mon Mothma, and says, "They left." <laughs> 
that's it. That's your line. <laughs> like, yeah. All right. I'd get like a, everybody in the audience would be turned to me, watching me run up. And I'm like, I got this one message to say, and it's very important. Yeah. Big moment. All right. Cool. Lacey. Lacey. So I'd, my first thing is Ray, but she'd probably have like a ton of like moody ballad songs. So <laughs> I'd probably pick Leia because she'd get to have a sweet duet with Han Solo at some point. Like a feisty duet. Yeah, that's true. That's cool. I like yeah. it. Um, all right. Thanks, Karina. That's a fun question. Um, and you let us know who you would play in the Star Wars musical, of course, since you asked us the question. Thank you. Um, and anyone else out there in the comments, who would you be singing as in Star Wars? Let us know in the comments. Um, but that's it, guys. That is the end of Ask the Resistance. Uh, send your questions to us on Twitter at R-B-A-T-S-W-N-N. Or just, you know, use the hashtag Ask the Resistance. Or if you're shy, tweet us or uh, email us, resistancebroadcast at gmail.com. Um, and that takes us to the end of the show. So I want to thank everybody for listening and watching and being a part of the Resistance. Uh, make sure you're subscribed to us. Uh, you can do that on any platform. If you want to go to resistancebroadcast.com, you'll see links directly to all the different apps and platforms where you can find us. But, you know, Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud, Spotify, YouTube, um, uh, Google Play, I believe we're back on there, a bunch of others. So wherever you prefer to get your podcast, we should be there for you. So subscribe so you're not missing out because... Um, last week we pretty much posted new content every day on all of our platforms and most of them went on the podcast. A lot of them are, were exclusive to the YouTube channel, but we have a lot of content. So you do want to make sure you're subscribed so you're not missing out and we'll always be there for you. Uh, if you want additional content, obviously go to patreon.com slash resistance broadcast, uh, tiers start, uh, at uh, $2 a month, and that gives you page access to get additional uh, exclusive content and be involved in the conversation. Great community over there. Uh, so hop over to the site. If you see a tier you like and you would like to support us, uh, sign up. We appreciate that very much. Uh, I want to say a special thank you to our uh, generals, and that is Carmelo, Andrew Staley, Neil Lowry, Jeremy Myers, who we're going to see on the pod race on Thursday. Neil Shaw, the, the king of Family Feud. David Probus, John Reese, <laughs> Seth Kime, Micah Harrison, Tampa Movie Guy, Michael Gaines, and Val Trichkoff. Generals, thank you so much for all of your support. And speaking of Val Trichkoff, uh, make sure you guys go to StarWarsNewsNet.com every day for all of your latest Star Wars news, reviews, editorials, information, and more. Um, tpublic.com slash user slash resistance broadcast. You guys can find me on Twitter at Johnny Hoey, spoiling everything, because I love you guys very Seriously, much. Seriously, spoiling everything. <laughs> and at StarWarsNewsNet.com. James? Twitter and Instagram, at Myra Trunks. One day, James, one day. Lacey? Nope. People can find me on Twitter and Instagram, oh. at Lacey Gillerin. All right, guys. Thank you so much. And uh, we hope you enjoy your weeks. We hope you're doing well. And um, we'll see you Thursday, where we're going to talk about, I don't know, kind of an important topic. Star Wars' cultural importance during tough times. So uh, hang in there. Thanks for stopping by. We'll see you Thursday with another episode. See you around, kids.